podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Lord Almighty, I feel my temperature rising. Mm-hmm. Football fever is burning through to my soul. Yeah. Cats, 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 you're going to set me on fire. Mm-hmm. My brain is flaming, but I know just where to go. Yeah, the season's kicking off, and the bill will be a rocking. And Bosco Point are talking purple love. Purple love. Bosco Point. Oh, just a hunk of hunk of purple love. And just a hunk of hunk of purple love. Boom, the boys are back, and folks, it's been too long. It has been too long. It's waited until the final episode before we preview a football game, but it is happening. He is responsible for three of the top 15 downloads in the history of Bosco's boys. He is the man who kicks off the cat train every single Saturday morning when game days start. He is, in my opinion, the greatest ambassador for the state of Kansas that this great state has ever seen. And if I had to make a list of my top five favorite human beings in the world, he's at least going to be receiving votes. You know him. You love him. It is the bringer of the cats himself, Taylor Bratt. Oh, and also, should I say, uh, Bratwurst, uh, you know, face of a Bratwurst company now? Taylor Bratt's Brats? Get him at High V in Manhattan. Taylor, welcome to the show. Welcome back, my friend. Holy cats, dude. Are you up for hire for intros? I mean, you just knock it out of the park every time. And we need to get you up here to introduce all of our staff when we have people on campus. Oh, I'll do it. You, you let me know. I'll show up. Hand me the mic. I'll give you guys the best intros you guys have ever seen. Uh, but Taylor, <laughs> it's been a while. I mean, you know, first off, it's my fault because the week I tried to get you on happened to be a week where you guys had a ton of recruits coming on. So that's my fault. But it's been a while. How have you been, my friend? It's, I'm great. Things are great. Um, you know, we're always busy. So you're never not catching us at a busy time. I don't even know when I'm not busy. But uh, no, it's it's been an awesome year, both for basketball and football, just being a wildcat. I mean, being an alum of this place. And I think every alum around here should feel how special this is right now. The momentum, both the coaching staffs, um, everything going on. We've got an awesome president. We've got a lot of great things happening around the school, around the community. So, you know, we're, we're in a really good place. And I'm just excited and beyond blessed, beyond blessed to be a part of it. We got uh, a reversal of enrollment, case enrollment back up. Student passes for the first time, I believe, since 2016, sold out of combo passes and football-only passes. We're at standing room only for the first four games. We're going to be up well above the seated capacity for Bill Snyder Family Stadium. Uh, we're, what, five days and four hours away from running out of that tunnel? Woo. How pumped are you to see, you know, 52,000? 
you know, as those coaches, we're never ready. So can we slow down? You know, can we can we take a pause? Can we can we slow down? No, I'm I'm so excited, you know, and I'm excited for our freshmen. I'm excited for the new people that are here who have, who have not got to experience it. Uh, not even our freshmen on the football team, freshmen that are coming to school here. I'm excited for everybody that gets a chance to see how special uh, the atmosphere is, the buy-in, as, as we say, the K-State family, how exciting game day is. Um, you know, this this place is different. It's awesome. It's amazing, but it's all because of the people. And you, you know that as well because you're one of those. Uh, so I'm excited for all the new kids. I'm really excited even for our first away game. There's nothing cooler in the world than coming back from a game and seeing our band perform at 3 in the morning and seeing the looks on our eyes of our freshmen as they hop off going, dude, this is for real. I'm like, yeah, everybody's bought in on every aspect from the college to the band to us. Everybody's bought in. And when school starts, this place is freaking popping. And it is right now, man. There's kids everywhere. It's young. It's exciting. Um, it's it's been a totally fun off season and ready to get the season started. In that first away game this year, since it's only uh, about two hours from me in Kansas City, only about four hours from you guys in uh, Manhattan, I'd imagine there's going to be a few thousand in purple down in Columbia, and we, we won't we won't worry too much about that. But I'll tell you this: I'm rolling about twelve deep with some friends from college. We're getting an Airbnb. We're doing up big, pretending like we're 10 years younger than we actually are. Uh, it, it's going to be a fun one, uh, you know, 11 a.m. in Columbia, because I think I think even the players might be surprised how much purple's in that stadium. And I'm sure you'll be in a Charlie Hustle shirt, right? Yes. Well, and look. You, you're, and what kind you, of beer? Hey, what beer are you drinking? Let's in Manhattan you. Brewing Company. I'll be taking a couple <laughs> cases with me. Here, since you brought it up and I see you wearing it right there, the Ash Gray Bring on the Cats throwback shirt from charlie hustle folks they are the best in the business not only are you going to get some of the best looking vintage apparel that is officially licensed most comfortable stuff in the world but look what they're doing with the nil stuff they sold out two runs of the k-state beef one run of the will the thrill howard and going on two, folks if you want to be supported come to k-state Become great and get yourself a Charlie Hustle t-shirt. It's not just football. They had Marquise Noel and Keontae Johnson shirts last year. They're going to have some more for the basketball team this upcoming year. And again, Taylor, I know it's about to be 100 degrees on Saturday, but the crew neck sweatshirts. I know I know. if you're not in a t-shirt, you're showing off the guns. You're a tank top guy. But the, the, the crew neck sweatshirts, most comfortable thing in the world. But I love that you're rocking that bring on the cat shirt right there. Just fitting for some reason. It's odd. It's oddly. It's just fitting, right? No, I, I love it. I love it. So right. uh, the fans are really going to get excited when we go Charlie Hustle for our gear next year, right? <laughs> <laughs> look, look, they actually helped design some UMKC basketball jerseys a few years ago. So, look, I, I, I don't think they're going to be in the market of uh, making equipment or anything like that, but their design team has a little bit of experience doing uniforms. So I- I'm going to ask you this because you're rocking that bring on the cat shirt. Now we can't talk 2024, 2025. I'm going to talk about some of the 2023 guys, but before we do, how pumped are you when you get to send out that tweet? Do you say, Hey, thanks for committing. Watch Twitter, watch all these maniacs tweet me cat gifts. No, it- it's fun. Uh, you know, and every kid, I mean, you tell them, I say, hey, you're about to blow up Twitter. You're about to crush Twitter. The internet's going to break. You know, you just build up the hype, build up the hype. But usually when I press tweet, it's somebody else that does it because I can't spell or read or write. So I was at the hand over the phone. But no, I just have an absolute blast. It's without a doubt, you know, getting a commitment is like winning a game. There's nothing more that matters than winning. Uh, I love winning in everything. 
right? And when you get a commitment, you, uh, especially when you get a kid that fits your program, fits your culture and who you are and the direction you're going, that's even better. Uh, those are the fun ones, but most of the time we get those before the tweets even out. So, you know, we try to make sure, Hey, when we put that tweet out there, there's no playing around. You're, you're, it's in. So, uh, no, but everyone, it's exciting and fun. Just like every kid that comes here has a different story and is a unique person. And so, uh, yeah, every commitment bring on the cats is a little different, a uh, little different to it. Let's talk about one of the biggest bring on the cat tweets from last year. And he's finding himself on the just released too deep, uh, in a battle for QB number two. And that's Avery Johnson out of Mays, Kansas. First off, Kansas kid, I know you love that. But if you look at the history of the program, uh, you probably have to go back to Josh Freeman to talk about a guy who is is high in those recruiting rankings, which I know you guys aren't looking at. You guys are evaluating the player. But you beat out name brand schools. You beat out blue blood schools. And you're doing exactly what you and I talked about going back to 2018, the first time we had you on, making K-State a cool place and the place for Kansas kids. How special was that one specifically, and how pumped are you for K-State fans, whether it's this Saturday, later this season, or next year, to see the type of player Avery Johnson is? Avery's special. I think he's top four fastest kid on the entire team. Uh, I mean, his ability, who he is. I mean, he wants to learn under Will. Uh, you know, he has all those characteristics that you want. You know, he's patient. He, he's, he gets the game. He's only learning it better. It's starting to slow down for him. But he can run and, you know, just that extra. And he's a competitor, man. He is out to compete. He wants to win. And he does it the right way. He does it the right way. And for me, I was in Wichita on that day. So I was back home with my parents. And that was my biggest commitment that I've got from a kid. And uh, I should say a young man now since he's here. But, uh, I mean, that was a fun, exciting. I mean, that was everything. I mean, it was it was totally awesome and everything. You know, I'm excited for what's next one while he's here. You know, that next chapter, getting him as part of it and now seeing him compete and perform here will be the next best thing. How exciting is it for you who who really does so much with the recruiting to see when that depth chart's releasing, you're there at practice, seeing these young kids push guys who have been in the program here now for three, four, five, six years and see the elevation of those guys coming in ready to compete from day one? No doubt. I mean, that 23 class was a big-time class with a lot of young talent from T.D., Asa, Avery. I mean, we could go on and on. I mean, that list, uh, Austin, Romaine. I mean, there's so many guys on there. Uh, and then the class before that with Jacob Parrish um, and some of them, I mean, Desmond Purnell. I mean, all those guys that they're all coming in with a chip on their shoulder. They all want to compete. They all want to win, and they want to do it for K-State. And I think that's my favorite part about the deal. It ain't about money. It's not about that. We want the kids to come here because they want to be a, a part of this. They understand how important this place is. They get the community. They get the school. Uh, they want to play for outstanding coaches. They want to grow up into a great man. Uh, and so that's definitely the coolest. But that 23 class was big time. Um, and I'm excited for a lot of guys in that room and that, that signed with those with, in that class. How do you guys handle, you know, building the program out when you take such a big class, you know, 23 and 22, pr- pretty big numbers wise? And then you're looking into 2024. How do you manage that when you're looking at scholarships handed out, positions going? How tough is that for you guys? I mean, it's roster management. I mean, our number one recruit is retention. I, I say it every year. Our staff retreat has started off with we don't know who's going to leave or what. And, you know, we, we need to always be recruiting our own roster. We need, to be, we need to know our guys better than anybody else does. And 
we know what the guy that we have on our roster, we already know about, right? We know all the ups and downs, the highs, the lows, everything about the guy that's currently on our roster. We're going to get the wrong guy to be worse than getting the best guy, you know? So retention, retention is my probably biggest preach. And then just managing your roster. I mean, it's NFL style now where it's a free agency after every year. You have 85 total scholarships and you've got certain number of scholarships in every position that we're willing to do, just like walk-ons. Our roster is at 125 total. So every position has a number of walk-ons and scholarships. And you're just trying to uh, find a way to make sure you're ready to compete that next year. Because that's really what matters the most is that next year. You know, we're telling our guys, forget the 22 season. It's 23 now. You know, it's about now. So, uh, and that's what's fancy. You know, they see us as a small 24 class. Well, of course, what happens? We're getting low rankings, all that stuff. But we don't need a lot of spots. And we don't know yet what we'll need. Uh, I think D.Y. said it on your cast uh, the other day. Um, you know, every DB could possibly return next year. I can't go and sign a kid and then tell him, hey, by the way, this kid's coming back for senior year. We can't take your commitment any longer. And that's a worse situation to be in than trying to go get a guy off of a great senior eval. There's going to be a lot of good players out there to get a senior evaluation on. You know, everybody wants to rush to get kids, rush to get these kids. Hey, let's rush to that kid. Let's get to know them. Let's get to know them as well as we can. Let's see them play their senior year. Some kids are going to shine their senior year. Some kids aren't going to have a good senior year as they had a junior year. Uh, and that's just a cycle of recruiting. But, no, the 23 class is special. And, yeah, I mean, it's just exciting times. Are you going to be happy or sad when when the whole COVID year doesn't have to play into it? Because I think K-State's benefited getting a lot of six-year, seven-year type guys, but I imagine that adds even more work, more of a headache for you guys being like, all right, wait, does he have another year? Was he around in 2020? How much eligibility does he have? Because I know as a fan, it's next to impossible. Without a doubt. And there's two more years of the COVID super seniors. I feel worse for the NFL scouts. I meet with the NFL scouts every Tuesday and Wednesday morning and – I'm like, well, you ripped this kid up already, does, you know, because they don't know who's coming back just if we don't. And they'll ask you, is he coming back? And you're like, well, shoot, I hope so. You know, like, hey, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, you, you know as well as I do. But, you know, the super senior year, I think there's two more years of it. Uh, and then we'll be back somewhat to normal. But, uh, you know, here's the thing about recruiting. Every year it's changing. Our rules, our numbers, uh, how many days we get to visit kids, how many visits the kids get to take our places, how many times we can be on the road. Every year. Our rules have changed. And and next year, we don't know what's going to be handed to us. This year, we had conference realignment. What, two years ago was COVID. Uh, three years ago was COVID. Two years ago was portal. What, last year was NIL. Now it's conference realignment. I mean, every year is a new obstacle. So we always just got to find a way to figure it out and uh, push, push the program forward. So something that started, I believe, back during COVID is uh, some, some random kid at Topeka Hayden High School who uh, liked doing graphics. Now, all of a sudden, I, I see this kid kind of peeking in, you know, over your shoulder, uh, who, who I think might be one of the best graphics guys in the world. Before I ask him a specific question, of course, we're talking about Dylan Foster. Uh, how how special is it to see a kid who starts doing that stuff in high school at the level he is? And fans love seeing these graphics. You know, I, I'm sure players love getting them even more. How talented and how fitting is it that it's a Wildcat fan from the state of Kansas, a Topeka cat, that you're able to bring in as a college student and say, hey, crank out some of these elite uh, graphics right now for us. How fun is that? Dylan's recruiting. Dylan has his own recruiting story. So, you know, he actually made me work to get him here. I think I was DMing him as a sophomore. I mean, he's a sophomore, you know, 
dumb me goes, oh, in college, you need to come by the office. No, no, I'm a sophomore in high school. Oh, okay, hold on now, hold on now. Just slow down, slow down. No, but his his work is is epic. Uh, the way he builds relationships, even with players, is fun to watch. He's up here all the time, and he's a freshman in school. He could be out hanging out with his friends. I even got him a desk in my office because I want him close, man. His ideas are great. His, his work that he puts out is great, but he's even funner just to be with, man. Him and just being around a freshman in college makes you feel younger, man. I love being around him because I feel like I'm about to be 18 all over again. But, no, he's uh, he's been tremendous. His work's tremendous, and he's a, a blessing to have a part of our our small team up here. So, but hey, yeah, he's right behind me, man. You you got to ask him some good questions. Let's see how he handles this. Yeah, so let's see how he ha- handles it a- again. Uh, you know, he's going to be, I guess, the third guy from K State football recruiting because Chuck Lilly made his debut last year. I'm going to need to get him on eventually here again. But Dylan, I'll ask you this: uh, You and I have DM'd back and forth. Uh, just tell the listeners though. What was your kind of motivation to start tweeting out some of these graphics and kind of making that your project? Because I, I believe if I have this right, you started doing this at least more seriously during COVID. Yeah, so that's what that's what I usually tell people. So I I used to like make kind of stuff like that on my phone when I was younger, but when it comes to like case sleep stuff, I started making stuff with like active players. Then I realized that I could use that and go out with recruits and then they see that and that can make an impact you know whatever helps he's all about winning man this dude he is locked in he wants to win well and he has great stuff i have a few of my favorites but i'm gonna ask you how do you go through a creative process because you you've put out some amazing stuff you know the the trading card fad you were doing that before it became a mainstream type of graphic that you see other places some of your stay home stuff for the class of 2023, the, you know, the, the shading in guys, kind of the stay home campaign, all that type of stuff. Walk me through your creative process. Yeah. You know, that's the, that's the hard part of it, right? It's trying to figure out where to, where to take it. The stay home stuff with the 23 class was some of my favorite, favorite things to do. And I don't even, I don't even know how I came up with the, the like idea of the, ones that are already committed and the ones that aren't like shaded out but it's just asking around seeing other people's hearing other people's ideas and you know just getting creative and quickly so how quickly are, are you turning stuff around taylor's like hey we, we, we got this commitment coming in we need something good for them to tweet out how quickly can you turn around one of these concepts if you're thinking all right it could be coming soon with Usually, yeah, usually, <laughs> usually one of those have to be on the spot, like an hour or so. We can get it out, get the tweets sent out, but it just depends anywhere from 30 minutes to some of those stay home ones are probably three hours. You'd be grinding for us in the weekends. It's funny we're sliding into his DMs, man. He gets a lot of people sliding through his DMs. You know? it's, just, it's just how it goes when you're a popular man, but... Oh yeah, no, we're it's beyond blessing to have him. He gets to bounce off ideas, and I'm sitting here like, "Dang, dude, no, do it, run with that. That's awesome. Let's go." All right, so I got one more for you, Dylan. Uh, you know, you are a college freshman, but you're getting to hang out, you know, with Taylor. You're in in veneer. Where are you going to be watching the game on Saturday? That's a, that's a good question. I'm not. I don't know yet. We'll have to see. We'll have to try out. 
Try try it out. Try out. Yay, we're gonna suit them up. There we go. We're gonna suit I, them I, up. I was gonna say, just you know, that, that would be a whole never <laughs> another level of creativity. Suit them up, have them down there and have them experience that. Uh, but I don't think this is gonna be the first time uh you come on. I, I think we're gonna have you on, I'm sure, many more times. Uh, but but I'll just let you kind of uh, say whatever you want to the Boneheads. We'll, we'll get back to Taylor here in a second. But what would you like to tell K-State fans any and anyone listening from your perspective, a uh, you know true freshman working for K-State football, going to class, tell anyone you'd want? Yeah, you know, this is – it's awesome here. I love it. The town, the people, the fans. It's I can't wait for Saturday. It's This is like my childhood dream. So it's just awesome to be here and experiencing it all. Well, I love it. I'm glad you're doing this, uh, you know, native of the great city of Topeka, Kansas. We're not going to talk about where you went to high school anymore. I don't care about that one. You and me, we're Topeka guys, regardless of what school we went to. Taylor, before I start asking you questions, I can't talk about this with a uh, college freshman, but Manhattan Brewing Company, they've done stuff with Coach Riley. They've done stuff with Coach Dabini, stuff with – President Linton, uh, when are you going to do a beer with Manhattan Brewing Company? Hey, I'm just trying to handle these brats that supposedly I'm on. You know, I just I was shocked by the whole brat thing taking flight like it did. Um, was reached out by a former player who has a, a brat company in Hanover, Kansas, said, "Hey, we want to put your face on a brat." And I said, "I guess I got a good last name that goes well with it." So, you know, even if no one can never pronounce it right, you know, it is brat, but everybody says brat, brat, everything. So it already is well with brats. So. It just it fits well and it has my favorite slogan. Instead of bringing the cats, we're bringing her the brats. So, you know, that's that's just how it goes. Well, nothing goes quite as well with some brats like a Manhattan Brewing Company beer. Folks, they're almost sold out of the purple beer, President Linton's purple beer. So you better are. get over have you do you see all that? I think they're out already. Okay, well, they're out. They might, are completely been, out. Might have been in an ass. Well, you, you snooze, you lose, Taylor. But guess what? They have all sorts of other great stuff from Galazzo to the tailgate beer of the season. Towny Wheat, get into Manhattan Brewing Company. Folks, the game kicks off at 6. I think the brewery opens up at 11 a.m. It's going to be super hot. So make sure you're mixing in water. I want everyone to drink responsibly. But they got some of the best air conditioning in the entire city right there at Manhattan Brewing Company. Get a couple pints, and if you want to make a lot of friends on your way into the stadium, have a couple four-packs and crowlers from Manhattan Brewing Company. Remember, Towny Wheat is the tailgate beer of the season. Taylor, my, my question to you is you've kind of become the ceremonial start to game day. And I say that because you kick off the cats train with your tweets. You, you and I were talking about this beforehand. You know, what time are you going to do it for a night night game? Are, are you trying to sleep in a little bit? Are you going to do it at 6 a.m.? How are you going to decide this, man? I don't get to sleep in because I have three kids. And as my wife would say, she has four. Uh, I'd be the fourth. But, no, I mean, if it's a 6 o'clock kick, I see no problem with it being an 8 a.m. tweet. You know, and I'll let everybody else sleep in. You know, that's maybe how it needs to go. Then. 6 a.m. for 11 a.m. kick, you know, something. So at least it's some, uh, there's some organizational times with it, you know, where it makes sense. Like, okay, here it comes. So yeah, that might be my plan this year. 6 a.m. for 11 o'clockers, probably 6 a.m. for 2.30s, and then 8 a.m. for the uh, 6 p.m.ers. 
Well, we'll, we'll be able to see how that goes on Saturday because it, it, it'll, it might get popping early. But how fun is it to have some of these? Because I know how, how involved you are on Twitter. And, and I know, you know, social media is seen everywhere. How fun is it that K-State football fans and K-State fans in general have some of these fun little unique things to the fan base? Cat Polo Friday, sending you the cat gifts when we get commitments, the cat train stuff on Twitter. How fun is it to kind of be part of these fun little traditions that have come up in the age of social media? No, again, I'm extremely lucky uh, and blessed to be able to be a part of such a fan base that cares or uh, to be an alum of a place that it really matters and everybody matters. It's a part of it. If you're truly in and bought into the Wildcat nation and the Wildcat family, we'll take care of you. And um, it's awesome that I get to do that, you know, and I should say we, I mean, all of us are lucky. I mean, we're all lucky to be able to, be where we're at and do what we do. We get to talk about the cats every day. There's nothing better than that. Uh, I think the, the train tweets, awesome. Uh, the bring, bring on the cats tweets are awesome. Uh, you know, I it's, again, a blessing. And it's so fun seeing it and being a part of it. And uh, I don't know if they have any other good ideas I'm in to help. So, you know, somehow I always get put in videos where I get to look like a dumb fool, which isn't half wrong. It's probably all correct. But, you know, I, I'm, I would say my – I would guess my predecessors that – work against me at other schools and institutions. They don't have that. And I do here. And again, it might be because of how long I've been here. You know, that's been a blessing too, because it's been a long career and um, I love every second of it. So I'm just going to keep riding it. We got a couple more and then I'll, I'll let you get on because I know how, how busy you are um, on the K-State depth chart. I believe it is 19 or 20 guys from the state of Kansas. And I know you love all your kids. I, I know you love all the guys but as a native Kansan, as someone who does so much for the state beyond just K State, I know how involved you are with K State high school or Kansas high school football. How how does that make you feel being able to see all these Kansas guys? Where uh, it doesn't matter where else in the nation, it definitely isn't happening down the road. It's not happening anywhere else. That the best kids in the state of Kansas are congregating at K State and they're truly making an impact on the field. Uh, there's not a, I mean, that's probably the best game in the world, man. There's a lot of talent in the state. And I've always said it, if the talent stuck together and they all came here, no one would beat us. They come with a chip on their shoulder. They have something to prove. You know, I just got promoted to being a trustee for the Kansas Sports Hall of Fame. Um, I try to help in every way I can with, especially the in-state kids, because I am. And I know they don't have the avenues to be the exposure and some of those things that other places are blessed with or they're, or they're told because they're not from, da 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 they can't achieve it. No, man, we can do it. And we're going to do it with in-state kids. Uh, and I think Coach Kleiman hit it on the head. I know he said it before. You know, you can stay at home and win a big for championship and we draft in the first round at Kansas State University. And I think that is a huge thing to say. And that was from a kid that had no offers unless a few Uh So, again, I know everybody gets sucked in the rankings and all that stuff, rightfully so. But we're going to win. We're going to win the right way the right guy. Uh, and uh, I just love the fact that we have so many local ones. I mean, well, I think we have over 55 kids from the state of, state of Kansas on the roster. I love it. Um, it's, it's a, it is a little bit of a pride in me, and maybe I get caught up in it a little bit too much, too, at, at times. Um, but when you're born and raised here and been told that you can't do it, you know, no Kansas kids are blessed, they're gifted, they have everything they need right here, and they can do it all right here. They can do it all in purple. You, you made reference to, hey, you, you can be a local kid, come here, get drafted in the first round, win the Big 12. Uh, make, making reference to Felix and TK Uzama. Uh, and, and we all know his story and he's going to do big things at, uh, you know, here in Kansas city for the chiefs. But I want to reference one other Kansas city or Kansas kid 
who's with the Chiefs, who's fighting for a 53-man spot. I don't know if he'll make it, but he definitely is going to be on the practice squad, if nothing else. What does it say about Echo Boydo and also the lessons you can learn at K-State? Because he showed up basically with cleats in a water bottle, competing for a spot to go to minicamp. Not, not training camp, earn a spot at minicamp. He goes there makes it a preseason roster. Now it's looking like if he's not going to be a 53-man, he's going to be a practice squad guy. What does it say about Echo? And what, what does it say about what you guys are trying to do with these kids who come through K-State and put them in a situation where they can achieve their wildest dreams? I mean, Echo still shocks me that he didn't go higher than what he did. He deserved it. I mean, he ran the fastest day at our pro day. Uh, I was utterly shocked that they went that far with Echo. Utterly shocked. Uh, I even told his brother that, him that, He's got a terrific family. He's a hard worker. Uh, he fits. He is K-State. I mean, that's the type of kid that he is. I mean, he's going to show up. He's going to work. Um, he's such a great kid. Uh, he's absolutely terrific. And, I, again, I was baffled at how it, it went down almost with him because, like, dude can run. He's competitive. He's super smart. Uh, he's tough. He's going to put his nose in it. Um, he's not going to run away from any challenge. He's going to go take it on. And I think that says a lot about him. And I think – and I hope the Chiefs take him because I think he'll be a good player. I think no matter where he goes, he's going to play. Um, and, again, it's just one of those guys that he has all the capability to do it. All right, we're going to end with a final four-pack of questions brought to you by Manhattan Brewing Company. The first one, what purple shoes are you rocking on game days this year? What, what do you got for us? Yeah, this is the purple Nikes. Right underneath my desk right now I have – how many, Dylan, you think? Probably 15 pairs of just purple shoes. And I got my Coach Kleiman purple shoes over there. Um, yeah, I got, I think I'm at 71 pairs of purple shoes now. So if I need to step up my game and tweet them, you know, like tweet out pictures when I get them. But I just, again, I know you think I'm on social media. I'm not that good. I'm, I'm really good at Snapchat. That's my favorite. But um, yeah. Game day, I'll just be wearing Nike shoes. I did get those lavender uh, ones like everybody else did. Um, but I'll probably just be wearing some Nike shoes. I can at least run around and lose my head on the sidelines. So. All right. Uh, question number two of the Manhattan Brewing Company four-pack of questions. Of all of Dylan's graphics, do you have a favorite one that Dylan's done? Mm. Gosh, man, hold on. I got to put it on mute and find out the answer. Oh, they're conversing. They're going back and forth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably just the state takeover last year. I mean, every when he was making them, highlighted the ones that were coming and, and just building that thing and building that thing. I probably can't say any of the rest because we'd be talking about 24 guys. So we're under our second beer. We're under our second beer, our second question. Yeah, that was number two. Here's number three. Again, I, don't worry. And even if you said something, I, I, I'd edit it out. You're not going to get in trouble coming on Bosco's, boys. We're not going to talk about 24 kids. We're not going to talk about 25 kids. Although, look, there's there's some studs in 24. And, and look, I, I'm thinking there's going to be some Kansas studs in 25 maybe coming sooner rather than later. I don't know. That's me saying it, not you. Uh, but question – Bring on the cats, baby. Uh, question number four. Do you miss the cat train video? I do. I, I miss the tackling of the willies. You know, willie tackling the mascot. I wish my kids could witness it. They've seen it on YouTube. I mean, believe it or not, we listen to the band and watch a lot of Wildcat YouTubes at, at the house, which I'm sure everybody's not shocked. But no, I do miss the cat train. I miss some of those things. But I'm also a fan of the band. And sometimes you'd be in trouble for doing that. So, 
You know, you just got to watch, you got to watch your uh, company you keep. <laughs> I absolutely love it. And number four, you, you're talking about the band. I know that they were uh, marching through all the way to Aggieville last year. What's your favorite song that the band plays on game day? Yeah, the Wallback Cannonball. I mean, I really wish that we would like sing the fight song after the game was over or, or the album on and after our game was over in the locker room with the players just so they would learn it and they could take it on with them. And again, it gets you get you closer with the school and everything. But no, I, I love all of our songs because they really do a good job, and the band does a really good job. But no, it's it's a uh, man. That's a hard question. Hey, I'm I'm, I'm one of the that's best question the askers one. in the world. That's the last one. That's why yep. it was the last one, right? Yep. And, well, and then the Charlie Hustle. Tell the fans anything that you want. Uh, we always let the guests have a final word. You are a bonehead. You are great. I I love it when you come on. Uh, I know everyone loves it when you come on. So I think there might be some, you know, a few thousand more listeners than usual since it's you coming on. What would you like to tell K-State fans everywhere? They'll be listening to this on Tuesday of game week. You know, Scott, first off, I want to thank you, dude, for uh, your belief in me, uh, the belief in our program. Uh, I want to thank all the fans, the boneheads. You guys do a terrific job. We're buying from the community. They're buying from the school. It's not matched anywhere else. Um there's no place like this place, and it's because of the people. And and I, I stick by that all the way through the end. Someday my time will end, and, and I'm going to be blessed to have what I've had. Uh, that's what it all is, man. And I get to do something that a lot of people would love to do, and I get to sell the greatest state, the greatest school in the country every day. Uh, and so I just want to tell everybody, man, I'm I'm so thankful that you guys support us uh, through the ups, through the downs, the highs, the lows, especially through the wins, man. There's nothing better than winning. And when you surround yourself with people that want to win, that's what maybe makes it even better. Um, but yeah, I'm so glad my kids get to grow up around this. I mean, I, I went to my first power five game when I was in junior college because I was at my dad's for one every Saturday. And uh, it's been a beyond a blessing to be here and to work with the people that buy into it as well. And Coach Kleiman and his staff is doing a heck of a job. Uh, and again, the school continues to from the president all the way down to the bottom. I mean, it takes everybody to, to make this place great. And, and they've done a really good job. But I appreciate you, Scott. Go Cats. Yes, uh, I want to thank you again for coming on. And Taylor, I, I want to speak for myself and all the boneheads to just say, hey, your family, your dad, and all of our prayers, we're, we're pulling for him. Absolute legend. If you want to talk about Kansas football legends, your dad is one of them. We're all thinking about him. We're all praying for him. We all love him and you. Dylan, shout out to you. Welcome to your first appearance. You're one away from getting a recurring guest koozie. So the next time I bring it up, there is a prize for uh, guest appearance number two. And, folks, that's it. That's the last offseason content. Tomorrow you're going to hear me preview the K-State SEMO game. On Thursday you'll hear a recording of our live show. And Friday we're going to have the whip around. We're going to hear some other folks talk some cats besides just me. Uh, so for Taylor, for Dylan, for my dog Chauncey, who's taking a nap right at my feet, we love you guys. And go Cats. Go Cats. It's time to get set for the cat attack. You can feel the excitement. You can feel it coming on. For Kansas State, the feeling's growing strong. You can join in the action. This is where you want to be. With Kansas State, come on, set your spirit free. Kansas State, our pride is with the Kansas State, excitement's in the air, Kansas
Podcast Network.